A special announcement before we get started. Enrollment to Mind Over ARE is officially open. We only open a couple times a year and it is currently open. So you can head over to the website dci.beyoungdesign.com slash mind dash over dash ARE. This is my signature program where you learn the four essential pillars that you need to pass the ARE. I literally give you a proven blueprint to becoming a licensed architect. But here's the thing. The enrollment period is literally only a couple days. So if you're listening to this, the doors are still open. Go get in right now while you can. Come join me. We already are starting to see incredible people come in, and I cannot wait to get started. Okay, let's start the show. We're celebrating the 100th episode of Design, Create, Inspire, which is very exciting. I uh, know over here on YouTube, my handles be young design. So that is kind of confusing and something I deal with all the time. Um, but podcast is design, create, inspire, and we're officially hitting our hundredth episode, which is incredible. So today I wanted to celebrate with you. I always come out with my episodes on Tuesday. And so instead of just coming out with you know, a brand new episode, I figured let's come on here and chat with you directly. So I went on Instagram over uh, at Be Young Design. If you're not already following me, head over there. And I asked question, what do you all want to know about? What do you want to hear about? And I got some great questions about podcasting, about running a business, about, you know, how to navigate everything. And so I want to dive into all that. I also am going to be doing a giveaway. So for those of you who are going to be joining me and, you know, I know it's early, people are just now starting to come on. And uh, so I'll give more information about it later, but it's also, if you're watching the replay of this right now, this is going to be a giveaway for the next 24 hours. So Let's see, it's Tuesday, February 28th. This is going to be going until tomorrow. So I am going to be giving away one of my programs, the Ultimate Study Plan. So if you are taking your architecture exams, you're definitely want going to want to pay attention and listen and find out how you can get access to that. So I'm going to go over some of my notes. Uh, like I mentioned, I over on Instagram, I put in a question box what people wanted to chat about, what people wanted to learn more about. And I also wanted to share some exciting stuff that Design Create Inspire has coming up for the next year. We're getting a little mascot in the back here that we are slowly putting together. We uh, This is like a placeholder for now, but we're basically doing a vivarium, which is really exciting and uh, a special little mascot that I will be sharing more later. And yeah, so let's see, should I go into, let, I'm going to go into one of the questions and then I'm going to tell you uh, more about the giveaway so that you can um, get access for free to the ultimate study plan, which 
is basically the exact framework you need in order to study efficiently, effectively, without every resource, all that good stuff. It's a six-week step-by-step study plan with some uh, course information like how to effectively study, how to prevent burnout, how to stay motivated, all that good stuff. Uh, so that, and then bundled with that six week study plan. So this is a course I sell for $297. i am giving it away to one of you so that you can study and take your next exam in six weeks and pass and all that. So I will do one of the questions. I'll tell you more about that. I'll also tell you a little bit more about what this next year or two years looks like for Be Young Design and Design Create Inspire. A hundred years, I mean, hundred years. Oh God, maybe. A um, hundred episodes is a lot of episodes. And to be honest, I don't know if I really for sure saw me getting there because that creates a lot of consistency. And I, you know, can ebb and flow with that. And so hitting this milestone shows me that I can stay consistent, that I can, you know, find something a little alternative that I do love. I can put myself out there. And I want to talk about that as well, because even just creating a podcast or a YouTube channel, it pushes you outside your comfort zone, especially for me, because I was not, uh, you know, a, I, it for me, I'm more of a shy, introverted person, which you may not expect, but I am. So for me, creating a podcast, a YouTube channel, I was like, no, I'd rather stay behind the scenes. That feels kind of ick, and I don't want to do that. So hitting 100 episodes does mean a lot to me because it means I did push myself outside my comfort zone, and it has led to incredible opportunities. It's exploded my business. It's pushed me in a new direction, which has been really exciting. It's helped me find my passion in something I didn't really know was my passion. And so I want to talk all about that too, because if you're starting your career, you never know where you may end up. Mine, you know, when I started 10, 15 years ago, this is never where I thought I'd end up. So it's exciting. So I want to share what the next hundred episodes or, you know, are going to look like, which is probably going to ebb and flow as I go through, just like it did this time. Okay. So let's start with one of the questions. It was actually kind of two, uh, two people asked the same question more or less in different words. So Wes McLaurie said, how do you manage running a firm while also helping emerging professionals. And then, uh, and these are handles over on Instagram. Um, Unabashed You said, how do you do it all? So I'm just going to merge this kind of into one answer. Although at the end, I'm going to dive into a little bit more of the, how do you do it all? Because I do get this question a lot. I get a question uh, or even just statements when I see people out there like you, are doing a lot right now. Like, what are you doing? Like, why are you doing so much? And how do you do it all? 
And first of all, I want to say, I'm just going to start off right off the bat is I don't do it all. Um, And you always see some, you always see what people are doing from one perspective, right? So uh, behind the curtains, you know, there's all sorts of stuff that goes into how I show up, what I'm building, all that good stuff. And I will say nothing happens overnight. I have been working hard towards this company for the last 10 years, really. And I only just got it to a level that I've been wanting to get it in the last two years. So uh, I think there's a lot that goes into that. And that's something I can share in a little bit as well. But I just want to remind everybody that, again, we see people at their success point or, you know, whatever, where we want to be. And we don't really see that whole iceberg underneath. We don't see what has been done to build up to get to that point. And so there's been many, 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 many years of not doing it all, of feeling like I'm trying to do it all or working, 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 and not seeing the success I wanted or not being where I wanted to be. And so just remind everybody that true success is a slow, ideally slow and steady. And when it happens overnight, you know, maybe it does for some people, but I believe that it's a slow, slow, steady progression. And just like this podcast, a hundred episodes, it was consistency. So knowing that, Hey, if I don't get a viral video in, in one, in one day or whatever, you know, then it's time to quit. Or if I don't get my dream client in the first six months of going off on my own, then what am I even doing? I might as well quit. No, it's consistency. It's the slow chipping away at it. And then eventually it's like a snowball. And as it gets bigger, it moves faster and all that good stuff. So I want to break down the, how do you manage running a firm while helping merging professionals? So first of all, if you don't know me, I'm Bryn Young and I am a licensed architect here in San Diego. I guess I'm introducing myself 10 minutes into this, but I run a architecture firm, Be Young Design, and we work on, we design custom residential homes specifically around the coast. So around La Jolla, Pacific Beach, um, some Point Loma, but our main hub is La Jolla and Pacific Beach, Bird Rock. And that comes with its own specialties because we have to um, really have a good, clear understanding of the coastal codes and all that good stuff. So that is what my firm focuses on. Well, during the pandemic, like most firms, my clients started slowing down projects. So I had a couple clients that slowed down, slowed down a little bit. And then I had a couple clients cancel completely, which was totally understandable because we were in a pandemic. Nobody knew what was happening. Nobody knew where this was going. And so at first it was, you know, kind of nice. It was, okay, let's just take a breather. We're all dealing with a world pandemic. So I was focusing on my family and, and everything. Now, 
in the back of my mind, I had always wanted to do a blog, uh, a podcast. I, I had that like festering idea that I wanted to do it forever, but I had the exact same limiting beliefs that everybody has, or so many people have so many people say, well, you know, everybody's doing it or who's going to actually listen, or do I even have enough to say, um, do I know enough, all that good stuff. And so I put it off now for my website, for my company's website, I knew SEO was really important. And so I started writing blogs kind of very inconsistently. Now I personally really don't like writing. I like just talking because it's easier for me to just get out my thoughts. Like even when I do these episodes, I don't even write out or script what I'm doing because I prefer to write or talk first and then write later. And so I was never consistent with the blogs because it just didn't feel natural. It was something I didn't love, but it was good for SEO. So I actually ended up hiring a team member, shout out to Savannah Harvey. And she was recommended to me from another local architect. Turns out we had like tons of mutual friends and went way back, which was so fun and funny. But I brought her on for doing some creative writing and um, helping with some social stuff and and kind of uh, kind of like behind the scenes stuff. And one day we were meeting and we were talking about the blog and and whatnot. And she's like, "Have you ever thought about starting a podcast?" And it's so funny how something you can think about over and over that you keep, you kind of like talk yourself out of, or it's this little voice in your head. And it just takes that one person to ask you or bring it up. And I was like, yeah, actually I have. And she's like, why don't you do it? I'm like, I don't know, maybe I should. And that led to me officially starting the podcast. Now you'll notice if you go way back, my very first episodes on the podcast what is an architect? What's the design processes um, or the design process? Uh, how to get ideal clients? These are all great episodes that I need to bring over to the to YouTube. But I started on just the podcast, and I literally say this on there because putting together all the work to film was too much, and I was not able to be consistent with it because it was setting up the area. It was setting up the camera. It was making sure that I looked fine. Like, you know, putting myself together is like with a podcast, I could sit in a dark corner of a room, not worry about lighting, not worry about what I looked like. I could crawl out of bed, go do it. And I could still get out the episode. And so that's what started to create that consistency because it reduced the pressure that I had on myself. But then I did an interview and I put that out on YouTube and I had done an episode called um, how how to get through the ARES or the fear of failing. Um, What if you failed the ARES or whatever it's titled. And I had put that out like six months earlier, just as like a one-off thing. Um, But that's when I realized I'm like, it's too much just like energy putting it out on YouTube. But I realized that there was so much more traction on YouTube over just a podcast. 
And I felt like after a while, I was putting all this energy into creating this content for the podcast, but people were telling me that they wanted more on YouTube. So I said, forget it. I'm going to just put it out on YouTube. I'm just going to do it kind of messy. I'm not going to worry about it being perfect. I'm not going to worry about me showing up perfect. And that's what I started to do. And it went really well. It, you know, the thing too, though, about that consistency is it's not like I gained a thousand subscribers overnight. It took a long time. It was very slow. I remember being so excited about my first hundred subscribers. I remember feeling like so happy about the first 200 subscribers. And that's how that goal setting works, right? It's like, we are so excited about these little milestones, but then we always want that next one. So, you know, I'm so excited about 2000 subscribers. Okay. Well, what about 10,000? Okay. You know, so that's something that you got to be happy and grateful for where you are, but at the same time, it's good to have some goals to strive for essentially. So anyway, so that's where, uh, YouTube came into play. So I found that as I was doing this, when I started doing the podcast, I was really starting to connect with a lot more people. And I was starting to connect with a lot more emerging professionals. And they were reaching out on Instagram. And I was just having a lot more dialogue. I also was getting a lot more questions from people. And that is what has been driving the episodes I put out because they're based on questions I get. And I found myself answering the same thing over and over and over. I'm like, okay, let's just make a podcast episode or YouTube, send people over there. Easy. Um, Now that also was going on as a blog onto my website, which is creating SEO, which was bringing people more onto my blog. This was driving in more engagement and, and client work because people were able to find me more. And so all of this has been able to bring up my my company, my Be Young Design architecture firm, because there's now uh, all this information, there's this SEO, and there's also this social proof. So, so many of us, well, this is two things. I was going to say, so the social proof, it's good to see that someone knows what they're talking about. It's good to see a face behind a brand. This day and age, we don't really want to work with the corporates, right? We want the people behind the brand. And we are now seeing that with corporate is that the top heads of these corporate companies are starting to come out and show their face and chat and, and be there um, be real so that it connects with that audience or or the people. And so I'm finding that people want to see the person behind it. And believe me, I was so uncomfortable with showing my face or showing my like life behind the scenes on Instagram. I look back at like 2019, 2018, I was very inconsistent. I should show you, I can look back at the archives and I would post like for a month and then not for three months and then a couple of days, but it was always curated. It wasn't my face. It wasn't me just chatting it, nothing like that. 
And once I started showing me and talking, I now created that connection and that relationship between me and the client, because now it's not just, oh, I'm going to go work with an architecture firm. It's, oh, I'm going to go work with Bryn. I'm going to go work with her and her firm and her company. And it's like they know me already because they can go and they can listen to me. They have these touch points with me directly before they even reach out to me. And that has been huge for my company. So if you're an architecture firm or if you're looking to start an architecture firm, show yourself in social media, show the raw, the real, and don't curate it. I had so many limiting beliefs about this because I was a young woman. I had a nose ring. I'm not wearing it right now, but I have tattoos. One of my early episodes is all about limiting beliefs and these limiting beliefs. I'm not, you know, an old guy who's running a firm. And so to me, I tried to hide a lot. I wanted to be really professional and a professional architect in my eyes was someone who was older with a lot of experience. Um, typically men because there's it's a men man male dominated field and so to show up as a young woman onto a job site or to a new client meeting i felt really insecure about it total transparency i felt like i needed to be older i needed to be very sophisticated all that stuff and it took a lot to break through that in order to show up authentically as me. Now, once I did that, I realized that my ideal client wants me as their architect, that I actually had limiting beliefs on who my ideal client is and what they want. You know, my thought of an ideal client in the beginning was people who hire architects, which are people who are retired or, you know, in their sixties who are super rich. And, you know, in my mind, it was like a husband and wife and their kids are out to college or whatever. But I realized that that's first of all, actually not my ideal client. And there's plenty of other people who hire architects, including young single women in their twenties. It's it happens. There's people who, you know, young couples. And I realized that once I started showing up authentically, I started gaining my ideal clients. So this, if you don't know me, this is a story of my life, but I'm like turning this small question into like a hundred different segues, but it's important to understand Hey everyone, a quick break to remind you that Mind Over ARE is open for only a few short days. So if you want to transform your exam process and get these exams done so you can be a licensed architect, then get in now while you can. I will put a link below, but again, it's dci.beyoungdesign.com slash mind dash over dash A-R-E. All right. I can't wait to see you in our next group. Enjoy the rest of the show. How creating this YouTube and podcast is also benefiting my firm. And so they're one in one in the same, essentially. 
and even though they've now kind of segued into two different things. So I'm going to, let me, <clears throat> let me answer that question too, though, uh, is how do I manage running a firm while also helping emerging professionals? I have a team and I would not be able to do it without a team. And I didn't have a team for a very, very long time. And I actually didn't have a team until I started the podcast. I had hired a couple people like here and there just as independent contractors um, to help with some drafting work and then hired Savannah for some like blog writing and stuff. And then a couple months after I started the podcast, I hired a part-time employee who was still finishing school. And so it was just part-time, but it was so helpful. So then it went to, I had a full-time employee and a part-time employee. And so really what I, my position now, and this too has come with the growth of understanding how to run a business. And so many architects that I talk to are solopreneurs because they don't want to release the control of the design. But as I've gone through this process, I have realized how incredibly amazing having a team is. It's made designs even more powerful. It has um, it has freed myself up to be on the creative side, but also be in the business. So I'm not working in the business as much. I'm working on the business, which allows me to create new creative ideas. It you know I, I still have. I still have design control in what we design, but I also have released the control where I can hand it off and they come up with amazing things too. There's, you know, it's, it's not just me and it becomes a collaboration and that has been huge. And each time I've brought on a team member, I've had to go through more of that, you know, releasing any <laughs> limiting beliefs. If you don't know much about limiting beliefs, got to go watch the other episode I have, or I think it's not a watch. It's a listen, go listen to it. It's like episode three or something, because this is huge. There are so many blocks that kept me small for so long money blocks. Um, what I thought that clients wanted or needed, um, what it meant to be a CEO, all that stuff. And I realized, cause what I, what I used to think is, well, if someone's hiring me as a designer or architect, well, they want me. They don't want another designer. They want me. And I, I realized, well, it's my architecture firm. It's under my umbrella. There's still, um, it's still me. But when we go buy something from Target, we don't expect the CEO of Target to be checking us out or helping us through the store. And if we go, you know, call Apple, we don't expect Tim Cook to answer the phone and answer what it is. And so I realized that by keeping myself in there and not delegating more, it was keeping us really small. I wasn't able to serve my clients as well because I was having to do everything. And so having a team is huge. And one day, I don't have it set up now, but 
I would love to have a course for architects who are looking to build a team, who are looking to increase their marketing, uh, who are looking to take their solopreneur architecture firm and create a architecture firm. I should say a solopreneur studio to a you know, well-run machine architecture firm where they can be on top running the business and using their business expertise and their entrepreneurship and their skill in architecture to design the firm, but they're not in there drafting. They're not doing red lines. They're not in there responding to comments from the city because then you can't do it all. And so that has been such a game changer for me. So right now I, because, okay, so <clears throat> the fir the projects that we have taken on at Being Design have shifted as well. A year ago, I decided that I wanted to take on less projects, but I wanted to take on higher quality projects. So reduce the quantity and focus on the quality. And it felt really scary at first to turn down projects, but it has been the best decision I've ever made. And so my goal is to have only a small number of bigger projects a year and then be working on design, create, inspire and helping emerging professionals. And that allows me a little bit more of that flexibility. I also, again, have, I only have one team member right now on the architecture side of things um, who has been amazing, but we're able to do that because we only have a limited of limited number of projects right now. So to me, that has been really great and is what is working well for now. In the future, it might shift and continue to grow, but for now it's working really well. And I also realized that I have this passion outside of just architecture, which I never realized. And so helping emerging professionals, creating courses, creating content, creating resources has been so fun for me, such a creative outlet. It's been... um it's just been really wonderful and something that I really enjoy doing. So I started the podcast and the YouTube, well, podcast two years ago, two and a half years ago, almost to the day. And I have been doing my own editing and production and all that stuff, social media management, everything until only about two months ago. So I finally have an editor. So they help with the um, they help with the video editing. They help with uh, turning it into the podcast, um, creating the shorts, all that good stuff. And that has been huge because I was spending so much time on that. And again, like the architecture firm is, you can't be the CEO and in there managing the comments. Of course, when you first start your firm, you do it all. And I did it all for almost 10 years. And now I am finally creating more of a machine and a team to help 
keep it going. And what that does is it helps allow me to create more products, create more resources, give more beneficial content to you. So it helps you out and it helps me out and it helps the business out. And I'm able to hire people and help them out. So I now have an editor. Um, I have a team member on being design side for architecture, um, for drafting. Uh, well, way more than drafting. She's much, she's way more than drafting. I just mean, I don't really get in Revit anymore and do that side of business. Um, but she's an amazing designer and design meetings, all that stuff. I also have a VA, which is a virtual assistant, and they help with all sorts of stuff. We have um, a lot of like, you know, blog work, um, emails. I mean, social media too. I still really primarily do my social media because I really enjoy it. Um, but, but yeah, she helps with a ton. Um, what else? So yeah, what is that? One, two, three team members right now. Now the goal for the next year is I am going to be bringing on um, kind of like an admin for Be Young Design to help a little bit more with that, uh, the integration side of things. Really, it's going to be like less of an admin. I'd love an integrator for the whole company. And um, that is kind of like maybe a project manager type role. But yeah, so again, I don't do it all. I have a team and I have support. I also have amazing mentors. So that has been a huge shift for me as well. A year ago, uh, well, actually two years ago now, two years ago is when everything kind of exploded and I realized I didn't want to do it all on my own and I needed mentors. I like being a mentor and I realized how valuable it is to have a mentor and a coach. And so I have my own mentor and coach. And um, that in itself has brought me a new community of, of entrepreneurs where I can talk about business and everything that has been huge. So I definitely don't do everything by myself. And it has been the best decision I've ever made to not do it all by myself. It also was something that I resisted for so long because I thought I had to do it all myself. So again, if you are a solopreneur, if you're an architect, or if you're looking to start a business, again, when you first start out, there is so much that you do alone, but as you grow it, bringing on a team will help you explode and it will allow you to do way more than you can do just on your own. So that is my answer for how do you do it all. So thank you, Wes. Thank you, unabashed you. And yeah. Um, oh yeah. I didn't want to say that. Oh, I can answer this on my next question, I think. But um, I did bring on my first one-on-one -on -one client in 2013. Well, I would say I worked with my first one-on-one -on -one client in 2013 as the head solo only designer. I didn't start my business technically until 2015, but 2013, that was 10 years ago. And so I kind of started this question 
or this answer off with that, but just remember that nothing does happen overnight. And, you know, the way that you morph as a designer, as a business owner, as a entrepreneur, um, all that it, it, you know, it comes with all sorts of learning lessons. And honestly, if I were to have just started out and be where I am now, when I first started out, I wouldn't have had a clue what I was doing. I probably would have made way more mistakes and I wouldn't have been able to handle it. And so there's that slow progression that makes it attainable and successful. So enjoy the ride, enjoy the journey, rather than just looking up at where you want to be and feeling disappointed that you're not there yet. You will be eventually. Okay. So before I get to the next question, I also realize like I am, I talk a lot and go on sideways. I don't want to make this too long and we're already at 36 minutes. So um, I am going to tell you a little bit more about what's to come and I'm going to tell you all about the giveaway and then I'm going to answer another question. But if you have any questions on here, put it in here. Hello. Um, I'm not sure how to pronounce your name. Let's see. Havangmana. Sorry if I totally butchered that. Um, welcome and welcome everyone else who is here with me. Um, it, yeah, if you have any questions, throw them in there. But I want to tell you about the giveaway. So today I'm giving away my ultimate study plan course. So within the ultimate study plan, yes, it's a study plan. You get six week study plan for each division of the ARBs. I am still working on PDD. And so that's the only one that isn't live yet, but that will be live within a couple weeks. And so um, all the other ones are already in there. They're each six weeks long, telling you what to study, what to focus on, everything for that specific week. But it's not just a six-week study plan. It also comes with a course all about how to efficiently study, effectively study, how to manage burnout, how to um, manage your energy so that you're studying exactly how you need to. And it's huge. So um, I also have a full customizable planner that you can use to create your plan, your study plan, and then implement it into this customizable planner that's digital. And it has alerts. It has it tells you when to study, how much to study, literally how much to study on a monthly basis, a weekly basis, a daily basis. And so it breaks it all down. It's incredibly effective. It takes, you know, some energy to, to create the plan. But once you've created the systems and the processes and the plan, you're golden. You won't have to, you know, come home from work after a long day and think, what do I need to study? Or, you know, where am I at? you have it all perfectly laid out so that you don't have to question it. You can pass your exams quicker. You can pass them with less resources. It's amazing. So it'll save you time and money. 
If you are interested in this, it's called the Ultimate Study Plan. It is only $297, and you can get it on my website, dci.beyoungdesign.com, and I'll leave a link below. Or you could also win it, and I'm going to tell you how you can win it. All you have to do is take a screenshot of either this episode, this live, or of the podcast, just a screenshot of either the episode, the YouTube, or the podcast, share it on Instagram. You can share it on a story, but with the story, they expire in 24 hours. And so make sure that you tag me at Be Young Design so that I can see it and I can enter you into the contest. Now, because stories expire in 24 hours, I'm going to give 24 hours for this for this giveaway. So, um, but I will be checking. And so I'm going to say tomorrow by midnight, which is the 20, no, the first. Yeah. Right. Tomorrow's March 1st. Yep. So by tomorrow, March 1st, midnight, submit it, tag me at Be Young Design. And I want to hear your like aha moment, either a favorite part of the episode or a aha moment or something that you took away. So tag me at Young Design, share it. You can share it as a post too. That'll stick around a little longer. So it's a little easier for me to see, but story's okay too. Make sure you tag me and share your favorite part. And then you will be entered into a giveaway to get the ultimate study plan completely free. And if you have any questions, DM me over on Instagram. It's at Beyond Design or leave a comment, anything you want. Okay. So before I go into another question, I do want to give you a couple announcements of kind of what this next step looks like for this channel. So it's very exciting. I have a lot of things going on. I've been brainstorming and working on a ton of things behind the scenes. So I'm just going to give you a couple, you know, little list of what to expect. So we are creating a new fresh brand for Design, Create, Inspire and Beyond Design. So we are creating some new artwork, some new branding, which is just fun and exciting, you know, for you, maybe it's like, Eh, whatever, <laughs> but it's still exciting and something that I felt was needed after two and a half years needed to create a little update. So you should expect to see that as soon as today. The other thing, I don't know if I should announce this yet. Okay. I'm just going to give you a little, if you're here, I'll announce it. I am putting together a media network, essentially. And I can't say who is a part of it or anything like that. But all I will say is keep an eye out. This is going to be DCI Media. It is um, Design, Create, Inspire Media. And it is essentially a network designed for creatives um, in the architecture and design world for podcasting and blogs and YouTube. So this is really exciting. This has been a a big deal that is kind of behind the scenes that's been working on. So um, keep an eye out for that in the upcoming year. 
Now, we also have some really incredible interviews on the boards. So if you are subscribed and know us over here, we uh, I do a lot of solo episodes and less interviews, but I'm going to start bringing in a little bit more interviews this year. And so a couple um, that I have coming up to look forward to is I am bringing on one of the exam experts over at NCARB. And uh, we are going to talk about the exam. We're going to talk about the new rolling clock expiration or retirement, any questions. So if you have any questions for this person, you can leave a comment here. You can come ask me over on design on Instagram at being design. And I will make sure to during the interview answer or ask any questions that you all have to hopefully get you some answers that you need directly from NCARB. So I'm really excited about that one. That one will be in the next coming months. I'm also really excited to have Ben from Hyperfine on to the podcast. And we are going to talk about the ARES. We're going to talk about practice questions and all that good stuff. So that'll be awesome. And then on the architecture side of things, I have some really awesome architects that I have on the schedule. I'm not going to announce who quite yet, but make sure you're subscribed. And um, if you're also on my email list, I'll be emailing out some more information about that too. So that's exciting. We have a lot of really exciting episodes planned for the next year. Now, we also have some new products and resources. So if you are in my atmosphere, I'm sure you've seen the new ARE activity book. Now I'm calling it the activity book for architects. That may change. It's a beta right now. So it's a um, early version that I have out for essentially pay what you want. It's only $10 minimum, but you can give me 20, 50, 100, 1000, whatever you want to do, but it's designed to be put out into the world so I can get feedback, so I can continue developing it into an incredible resource. The responses already are amazing. It's a totally new way of studying that is fun. It's enjoyable. It seems, you know, it seems, well, it is interactive, but it seems playful. And so it makes studying fun and it implements the information into your brain in a totally new way. So if you haven't checked that out, there will be a link below. Definitely go check that out. For a limited time, it's going to be that pay what you want system. Once I release the final version, then it will be at a set price. I don't have the price yet, but it'll likely be about like $97. So definitely go check that out while you can. I also have some other resources and products and stuff that we have been working on that will be coming out in the next year too. So lots of really exciting things. And, um, you know, it's, it is a lot of behind the scenes that we do, um, and yeah, so it's fun and I love it. Okay, should we get to the next question? And then I realize I don't, it's almost like a hour, but hey, Alan, need to get back to my exams. Yay, you're truly an inspiration. That's sweet of you. Thanks for sharing your knowledge. Of course, 
I'm here for it. And um, if you have any questions or if you need any motivation to get back to your exams, let me know. I can help you. I can direct you with where to go. Uh, I talk about the exams too much. No, uh, it's just funny because when I was going through them, I figured once I am done with these, I will never think about them again. And now here I am talking about them on a daily basis. <laughs> so that is uh, exciting though, to be back and getting back to it. So um, I'm going to go over this next question. And then if you have any questions, throw them in the, the comments section or the questions, and I will make sure to get it from you. Okay. From the handle on Instagram is from the honeycomb podcast. And they asked, how did you feel after completing your first project for your company? This is a really good question because something that I talk a lot about, and I have a group coaching program called Mind Over ARE. And inside that program, I really dive into the power and benefit of celebration and how important it is, how it wires our brain in in a positive, different way. And this is something that I didn't realize until, you know, just a couple years ago. And I say that because I don't think I have celebrated enough. And it's kind of like earlier when I was talking about the number of subscribers or followers that you have, like you're, you're always looking to the next goal. And I would say that the same would be how I used to be with projects is you're kind of always looking for, okay, well, what can I do next? Now I would say also the thing with architecture is you work on a project for so long. And so in the beginning, it can feel really novel and exciting and, and new and, and um, incredible. But then as you go through it, you go through the normal ups and downs that come with designing a project. And then maybe it's a year later and you're going through construction and then construction, you're a little less involved. And so you're step away a little bit. And so it's, and it could be, okay, I'm ready for the next project. I'm ready to see, you know, what else, but then also it's like, okay, I have to get the next project on, on the boards because I need the next job. That's the thing with architecture. It's the ebb and flow is when one project starts finishing, you got to make sure you have another one on, on the boards for the next one or simultaneously so that you can continually run a business and make money. It's not like you work for someone and you'll get a paycheck no matter what. No, you stop working or you don't have clients, you don't have a paycheck. And so instead of really celebrating at the end of a project or towards the end of the project, I think I was so focused on what's going to be coming in next? How do I market towards that next client? Okay, well, let's get contracts. Okay, let's focus on that. And so it's, um, so, you know, I want to say that after my first project that I finished, that I was so elated and celebrated and happy and 
you know, just incredulous, but I, it wouldn't, it's not true. I uh, went through this very real cycle of, okay, we're, we're done with that one. Okay. Let's get to the next one. Or, or, you know, when usually when we're done with one, when we finally complete one, we're already in the throes of a next one. And so um, again, if you're not, usually we have a couple of projects going at once, but you know, in the beginning, it was usually one at a time. And so you're just so focused on here that not as focused there, but I would say a couple of things is I do feel that excitement a lot in the beginning when you've landed the project. So I would say that landing my first project rather than completing it came with a lot more like, oh my gosh, it's real. I'm doing it. I'm, I'm hired as a designer and I'm designing this project. I'm hired as an architect and I am the architect of this project. And that was incredible. And so it's that beginning side. And then I will also say too, way later, once I can drive by a space or I get final photos of a space that comes with a satisfaction of, wow, that was a lot of work, but that was nothing. It was either nothing or it was a totally different building and a lot of blood, sweat, and tears went into making it that. And I did that. And that is really exciting and satisfying. And so it's kind of this later feeling. And I, I still feel that when I, I think it's so cool to be able to drive by projects. And with my daughter in the back, we'll drive by a project and I'll say, oh, look, mom designed that building. And that's really exciting. And that's very, very cool. But, you know, when you are running your own business, you, you really do have to think of the business side of things. And that can be stressful and can come with its own side of everything. And so it's easy to forget to celebrate. I was going to say in the beginning, but really at all. And so remember to celebrate. It's something I, I remind myself of all the time now. Like I, it's not only just um, showing gratitude because that's important as well, but celebrating, um, you know, so often like I'll land an incredible contract and I'll be like stoked about it in the moment, but I won't celebrate it. And so now I try to be more conscious and active of celebrating my achievements because again, it's the journey. It's where I am now rather than like, okay, this one's cool, but like, what about the next one? This one's great, but like, can I ever get this one again? Or, um, when, when is the next one going to come in? Because if I don't have anything after this, you know, it's easy to spiral. So celebrate in the moment, enjoy the journey <clears throat> and know that this profession and really any service or design creative profession, I would assume comes with the ebbs and flows and okay, when's the next client going to come? But they always, it always have, it always works out. So uh, you know, sometimes are a little bit slower than others, but it works out. So I hope that that didn't feel deflating, but I wanted to be honest. <laughs> All right.
Okay. Well, you know what? I think because it literally took me one hour to go through two questions. If you have any other questions, leave them in the comments and I'm going to make more episodes based on your questions because I don't want to create a six hour long episode, but I am so happy to be on here with you just to do this live, even though, you know, I can't see your face, which, you know, I prefer seeing your face, but it's just nice to, to show you kind of what I do, how I do it, how I just talk during my podcast, um, and all that good stuff. And don't forget to enter the giveaway before tomorrow, March 1st at midnight for the ultimate study plan, um, and take a screenshot, tag me and tell me your biggest takeaway, your favorite part, your aha, whatever that may be. And reach out to me too. I like to connect with you and know that there's not just numbers on the screen, but actual people and names. And I know you, I can, you know, I remember your names. Many of you will reach out and say like, oh, you probably don't know me. I'm like, yeah, I see you. I see you like commenting and interacting and, and messaging. And it's such a wonderful community and I really enjoy it. So thank you. And thank you for hanging on here with me today. And I'd love to do this again. So let me know any questions you have, comments, anything like that. And yeah, go over to Design, Create, Inspire on the podcast. If you haven't already, leave a review. It's so helpful to just get more traction because, you know, there's only so much I can do. So you guys can help and it's free and quick and easy. So thank you all so much for being here and I will see you um, next week. Oh, in here, let me take, oh, thank you, Alan. I wish you success as well and on your exam. So what exam do you have next? I'm gonna take a picture too so I can post it on Instagram. <laughs> it feels so goofy, but it's good to do. But Alan, before you sign off, if you haven't already, what exam do you have next? Practice management, maybe last year. All right. It's time to time to do it. So if you want to know if you you can direct message me over on Instagram too, be young design, and we can chat and I can we can see. And you know, the ultimate study plan would be perfect for you. Yeah. I'd recommend going back to the same. Um, the ultimate study plan can really help you create a clear vision and a clear plan. And it really kicks butt into action because you know what you need to do and when you need to do it because you have an end goal and all that good stuff. And so um, the ultimate study plan would be really beneficial for you. So um, you can win it by making a little post. So all right. Well, thank you so much for being here and I'm going to sign out and I'll see you next week. Before you head out, just a friendly reminder that once again, the doors for Mind Over Airy are officially open, but they will close soon so that we can get started 
with our next group. So jump in now. I can't wait to get started and I'm excited to meet you and hear all about your exam journey. Have a beautiful day.